listening to Ambitious AF, a podcast that will help you level up, find positivity, and put yourself on top right now and every day for the rest of your life. I'm your host, Caroline Lewis, and each week I will bring you a guest or thought that will motivate you to get out of bed every morning with the willingness to succeed. Being ambitious means you are proud of who you are and everything you've accomplished. Only you can make that happen though, but with the help of this podcast, you will rise to the top. You will find success. You will believe in yourself and manifest happiness. And most importantly, you will become ambitious AF. I know you are eager to begin. So let's get started. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode here on Ambitious AF. It is Friday when you all are listening to this, which of course means interviews. And I love doing these interviews. I get to meet amazing women from all around the world. And so today I'm excited to hear more about Mallory and her story and how she started her business, which you all are going to absolutely love her. So she and I met over Instagram. She's a dietitian and yeah, she's all about health and um, you know, body image, body positivity, confidence. So I know you guys are going to love her because she literally fits what Ambitious AF is all about. So without further ado, Mallory, please let everyone know, you know, welcome to the podcast. Let everyone know more about how you got started in this. Well, hello, everybody. I'm so excited to be here today. I love the name Ambitious AF. I do feel like it's such a good way to speak about women in general and have women in that conversation. And so it makes me excited to be here. And my business, gosh, I never know where to start when Mm -hmm. I talk about like this journey, right? Because you're like, what is the important pieces to put into it? But I decided actually forever ago that I wanted to be a dietitian. I was like a junior in high school, which is, I feel like a little bit uncommon to decide so early. And I never knew what it would look like. And I went through a lot of like challenges in my life and around my own nutrition journey and my body positivity and my body image and all of these things. And I started an Instagram when I was going into my freshman year of college. Mm -hmm. And I kind of, in the back of my mind, was like, you know, it'd be cool if that became something one day, but it was nothing like it is now. Mm -hmm. Like it was like me posting these random things outside of my dorm room. (laughs) And so it's kind of cool because I relaunched that in January of 2019 and that's when I really started to look at it as a business and I kind of just built it over time throughout my dietetic internship and just Mm -hmm. kind of put in the work and then I was able to make a transition in between you know doing what I was doing before which was like managing a fitness studio to really working with people one-on-one so that's when I launched my virtual private practice um it's out of Austin Texas which is where I live, and I help women, especially to have unhealthy relationships with food or mm-hmm. exercise in their body, work through that, and I'm actually launching my group coaching course this Friday, so when you all are listening to this, which awesome. is a new avenue for me, so I'm really excited, just kind of keeping, trying to keep expanding with it as mm-hmm. I go. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's awesome, and so, so I guess talk a little bit more on like why this, right? Like why is this, which obviously it's extremely important. And I think also it's really cool that you are getting the message out, helping these women through social media, because I feel like social media is half the reason we 
struggle with body image because we see all of these celebrities and influencers, they have the best body. And then when they come, when we look in the mirror, it's like, no, like I don't, I'm never going to be like her. Like now I have to, to starve or to not start. Like it's, you know, it's constant comparison. So I love that you're able to still influence people in a positive way through social media. When I feel like that's our biggest distraction. Yes, I love that you pointed that out because it's so true. And so it is really interesting being on almost both sides Mm -hmm. of that, you know, being on social media and contributing my own voice while also recognizing social media is a huge culprit Mm -hmm. for these issues. And, you know, even when I look back at my journey, why I got into this is because I had an eating disorder myself. And so it took me a while to heal. And when I was going through it, I struggled so much because we didn't talk about things as openly, mm-hmm. even when I was going through college. And I just felt intimidated. And I also felt like there were hindrances to me finding someone. Like mm-hmm. people weren't on social media in the same way. So I wanted to bring that to the table. But also, my whole thing is like life unfiltered, like just being real because. There is so much of what you are talking about, these celebrities and social media influencers that look so perfect. Mm-hmm. And I always try to tell people that that's, that's one angle, that's one shot, that's one image that could be photoshopped. And so I just try to be as open and honest mm-hmm. as I can be with that. But also, that's the beauty of getting to work with people one-on-one when you understand the space so intimately that is causing a lot of this distress and challenges in body image then you can really also tackle that with your client in a way that is a lot more impactful than maybe what it's been in the past. When you look at practitioners that may be a little bit older, not that Mm -hmm. that's a bad thing. It's just, they don't have the same understanding of Mm -hmm. what social media really can do sometimes. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. that's, That's a really good point. And yeah. And I think, I think, I think we hear like, don't judge yourself on social media so much that you would think it it's like known, right? Like you would think that because people point that out, you know, that could be fake or you don't know their backstory. They could be incredibly depressed, but they always show their happy face on social. And we hear this repetitively, but especially women, you know, we still have that little section in our brain that's like, comparison syndrome, imposter syndrome, right? And no matter how hard we try, it's like, oh, you know, yes, I know I'm not supposed to really believe or or lead into all of this, but, and there's always that but, um, but I do, I, I love your page. I love your, your captions and your message and your pictures. You are I- incredibly real. Um, so everyone listening, which we normally do this towards the end, but, um, as you're listening, you can go check out her Instagram, which is Mal's Fit Kitchen, M-A-L-S-F-I-T-K-I-T-C-H-E-N. Um, and you have almost 30,000 followers, which is absolutely insane. So I guess kind of talk about like, how is that with 30,000 followers on there? Um, I love that. That's so awesome. (laughs) Yeah, it's so weird because when people say that, I feel like it doesn't register for me. Like I still feel like I view myself as like the same account Mm -hmm. when I was just smaller. Like, so it's so interesting, but I think that's partially because not to say I'm above caring about you know, statistics and all these things, it's so hard to not notice Mm -hmm. and to put on the blinders and just remember you're doing it because you love it. But 
it's just there are pressures definitely that come from it and the mm. fact that sometimes it's like <laughs> there's no winning like if you share a picture of you that mm-hmm. maybe like you feel like you look better than people are like oh my gosh you're not a good example because you're just showing your body like this then mm-hmm. you show a picture of you or maybe it's not as flattering of an angle and people say oh my gosh you're so privileged you have no idea what it's like to actually mm. have a body that is scrutinized, which is true, but it's all this balance. So I just try to remember the bigger picture is even just the messages that I get from people that say that I helped because that's really all that I care about Mm -hmm. is just being able to help even one person feel a little bit better in Mm -hmm. their body or in their recovery or whatever it is. But even on Instagram, I swear, so many people will ask, well, how do you grow your Instagram? And I think the key is really just finding your purpose like Mm -hmm. that and trying as much as you can not to care about the growth itself, you know, fostering a relationship between every single person and Mm -hmm. thinking of them as an actual person instead of a number. Yeah. Yeah. No, that, I mean, and that's important. Anyone listening who is either a business owner or trying to become an influencer or anything like that. Um, yeah, they, people are always like, oh, you had to have like a magic button. You paid for your followers. How are you getting these many people, blah, blah, blah. But then when you tell them, you know, you just have to be you, you're branded, like whatever that is, you just have to keep being you and keep showing up and keep being consistent in that way um, to create that like, know, and trust from your current audience, which obviously brings in more people. Uh, so it's, yeah. And I think, I think though we're so used to like instant gratification, instant purchases, instant everything. We just think like, Oh, well I can get 10,000 followers overnight because I can pay for it. But it's not, it's not really, you know, it's not really like that. And I love though that you also pointed out like you as a business owner with 30,000 followers on Instagram, you're still struggling with people who give you negative comments. There's always going to be those, you know, trolls on Instagram or these nasty people out there. I don't understand why you have to be so rude to others, but they still are. And you are saying like, I'm not perfect. I still get distracted by them. I still sometimes feel bad, but it's important to remember like your, your purpose, right? Like I'm not going to let them distract me. I'm not going to let them ruin my day because I know I'll get that one message that is like, you changed my life. Thank you. And that's, that's what, that's what growing your Instagram, growing your business. That's what it's all about. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. And that's one of the biggest things that has helped me is that I view myself, but also how I look at recovery and even how I look at these people that are the trolls Mm -hmm. in a very similar way, because I think that what we project outwardly is a reflection of our inner self. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, I know that their comment actually doesn't have much to do with me. Of course, there's times where I can learn from them. But even when you take like those just nasty comments and people like, you're ugly. And you're like, okay, (laughs) like, okay, you win. And that's also how I view recovery in a way that's different is a lot of the time people do get caught up because they're like, well, how do I recover when I have this little voice in my Mm -hmm. head? And it's like, well, why, why do we have that voice? Mm -hmm. Like, why are you so scared of recovering? And that's how I had to heal. And so it's like trying to take that forward and always looking back into yourself, Mm -hmm. I just think is so helpful to me. Yeah. Well, and that, I mean, that's helpful to every person, whether you are a business owner or not a business owner, like just humans in general, 
we always are going to have that little thing in the back of our head that wants to tell us no, it, whether it's no, you can't, no, you're ugly, no, you're too fat, no, you're too skinny, no, you can't launch your business. Like we always are gonna have that little thing in the back of our brains. But I think those who learn to not listen and like you're not gonna not listen all the time for the rest of your life like we're not perfect <laughs> but those who not only learn to not listen but make that a priority like you always have to work on it put in the energy to not listen those are the people that are really going to shift their life when their lives need to be shifted right and those are the people that are going to start the business and make millions those are the people that are going to love themselves when they look in the mirror and get over eating disorders. Those are the people that aren't going to take advice from family and friends because they're giving them, you know, negativity all the time. But it takes, like, I always, it's not even a joke, but I always say, like, kind of laughingly, like, it's harder to be happy than it is to be sad because you have to put more energy into positivity than just letting like all these negative outcomes, especially in this day and age. I mean, the world's nuts. <laughs> like, so it's so much easier to just like sit on the couch and mope around and give up than it is mm -hmm. to reverse that and actually go do something. And that's why, you know, there's only a small group of people in the world that accomplish what they want to accomplish because it takes that much more energy. Yes, I think that is so, so true. And I, even as you were saying how many people are going to say you shouldn't do that, mm -hmm. right? Like, or you shouldn't launch your business or don't do this. And I, even as a dietitian in our field, we deal with a lot of that. Mm. It's a very, I feel like closed minded field in terms of what you can do with it mm -hmm. and the traditional set out of what that can look like. And also it's a field predominantly of women too. And I think that it can be easily kind of like, oh, what you do isn't important. Whatever stage mm. you go into, whether that's in a hospital or, you know, in a long-term care facility or in a school. And during my internship and even throughout my undergrad, I dealt with so much of people saying I couldn't do mm -hmm. what I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. At first, I wanted to go into sports nutrition, which was really competitive. And then I shifted gears after that, even though I had a job opportunity in it, because I wanted to be an entrepreneur. People were like, why would you do that? That doesn't make sense. Like, you're not going to be successful. And I was just like, whatever. I don't mm -hmm. care. And even launching my one-on-ones and now my group, even, like, my parents or other people, they're like, well, are you worried about it? Like, you don't have stability. You don't have health insurance. Yeah. I'm like, I have faith in myself. Yeah. And that's all I really need along with actual, you know, you need to have the basis of knowing that you'll have some yeah, yeah. trajectory. Um, <laughs> momentum but at the same time it's like when you have trust in yourself and you have ambition mm -hmm. and <laughs> drive you can accomplish whatever mm -hmm. you want to accomplish don't let other people's limiting beliefs limit you you don't have to like take those and then allow them to affect your trajectory in life and success yeah and that literally was like end of episode <laughs> yeah no that, that's literally like what this is all about and it's not, you know, like, like everyone coming on this show and everyone that I interview, it's not, you know, we're not aiming to get rich or become that, like the, like Kim Kardashian, like we're not, we're not that. I mean, if that, if that's your goal, go for it. We're around, like 
using your ambition to not let those who tell you no stand in your way. Um, because I think every entrepreneur, especially when they start, I, I guess unless you have an entrepreneurial family, um, but even not, because I interviewed a girl just last week and um, she had an entrepreneur family and then her parents were like, you should go corporate, like do the safety, have that. Um, but then I have people looking at me that's like, how are you like, what do you mean? You don't have like a corporate job? Like you don't have that security, you're crazy. How are you gonna, cause I'm moving soon. It's like, how are you gonna move? How are you gonna afford yourself? And I'm like, life isn't about affording yourself. Life is about making sure you're doing stuff to make you happy. That's what life is about, right? That's like, we're born to live a life that we want to live. It's not about like affording ourselves or doing the security and the comfort things day in and day out. <laughs> yeah, it's so true. It's so interesting to me too. And I've had this conversation with a lot of people of even giving me these scenarios, right? Like exactly what you're saying. Like, well, what if mm. you got offered a corporate job and you are making this amount of money yeah. per year? Yeah. And I'm like, I would still do what I'm doing. And yeah. they're like, oh my gosh, I don't understand. <laughs> And there are times, you know, during our dietetic internship, we're not even paid. And mm -hmm. so we, you work full time, you're unpaid. I was doing my Instagram on the side and I was working seven days a week. And then even after that, I graduated during the pandemic mm -hmm. and I was working this like fitness job to open the studio because I was like, I don't want to go right into a, you know, clinical job. Mm -hmm. And everybody thought that was stupid, of course. <laughs> it's like, whatever. <laughs> and I just... When I kind of like skated by with not that much, but I was building what I knew at some point will become this launching point to my business and quarantine yeah. in the weirdest way, which of course I wouldn't have wanted it to happen was a gift. Mm -hmm. My account really took off in all of these different things. And of course people were like overnight success. And it's like, mm -hmm. no, <laughs> I did that for six years yeah. before that. Um, but I do think that sometimes, like when I look back, I'm like, I was so happy mm -hmm. then still. Mm -hmm. Like I was so happy just doing what I knew I loved and wanted to do. And obviously I'm even happier now doing what I really love and being mm -hmm. able to work for myself. Mm -hmm. But the idea that money equals happiness is just like, that's the only yeah. thing is just so false. Yeah. I mean, it can bring it can bring things that allow for more happiness and more freedom, but mm -hmm. that doesn't mean money is happiness. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, one of my favorite books, a happy pocket full of money, uh, which you would think is like a money book, but it's not at all. It's literally about mindset and energy and, um, like quantum physics and all this kind of stuff. And I mean, you're absolutely right. It's like money can buy happiness. Like I know the more money I can make, then yeah, I can travel more. I can upgrade things like that's awesome. But people ask me all the time, like, what if you move out to Utah and all of a sudden your business tanks? And I'm like, well, I figure it out. I don't, I don't really care. Like you just figure it out. Right. I'm not, that, that's not going to scare me if I'm not bringing in the income that I'm bringing in now. Like I know I can cut back on things. Like you just have to be kind of practical with yourself and it's just like, I'm moving because that will bring me happiness. So I'm doing it for me, right? I'm bringing myself happiness. I don't know if it's gonna work. I don't really care, but I know that it'll bring me more happiness. And I think that's what people get caught up in. Um, it just like this idea of, well, yeah, it could bring me happiness, but 
Like, I don't really want to go after it. I just, I'm like comfortable here. I don't, I, you know, people will think strange of me. It always comes back to like what people think of you. And, um, I think the, the, the real accounts on Instagram, you always know those are like my favorite people to follow. Maybe not others because they are so real. And I love when people share like those vulnerable stories. I mean, like you did, like getting mean comments and being like, yeah, I, I have 30,000 followers on Instagram. I do this all the time, but it still affects me because I don't like getting, like no one likes to get mean comments like that, right? Um, and it's just like, you know, picking yourself back up and continuing life, you know? And it, and for me, that's like what ambition is. Um, so I'd be curious from you, for you, when you think of I'm an ambitious person, what does that really mean to you? Yeah, I was thinking about this when I even saw your title and everything and just reflecting on ambition and being an ambitious person because I feel like it's shifted so much for me even over the years. Mm. I used to be in college and in high school, that person that was like, I have to work so hard to do everything mm -hmm. and make everything happen and control everything in my life, which was also part of my problem and why I tried to control aspects that didn't need to be mm -hmm. controlled. And what I realize now is that it's more of, I feel like, aligning with your true purpose and then setting goals that you know are going to not only positively impact people around you in the world, but also yourself and then striving for those in a way that's both authentic to you and still hardworking and putting the energy into the things that you know really matter. Not mm -hmm. every single little thing, because I think when you're really ambitious, they're not the people that kind of like focus on every single little area in your life. Like you think about these people, they commit to something and they commit fully and they just embody that. Mm -hmm. And I just think, wow, that person is ambitious. Like they get after <laughs> it. And I just love to see that. But even just taking that in all aspects of life in different ways, like still showing up in every scenario as your best self mm -hmm. as you can be, even if that's not what someone else needs, like, I think as a woman, this can be really hard, like showing up as truly you mm -hmm. too, instead of showing up as what the situation thinks you should be. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. I think ambition is so all encompassing that I was trying to imagine how I'd explain it. And it seems hard to explain, but I also think that's the cool thing about ambition and yeah. being ambitious is I think when you are ambitious, Sometimes you just think less about even what it means and you just know to trust your gut and go for it. Oh, I love that. Yeah, that's and that that's like call me selfish, but like half the reason I well, the reason I love doing this podcast because I get <laughs> like I get to everyone's words of ambition is totally different. And when I hear your stories, it's like, oh my gosh, yeah, I never perceived ambition like that. Like, I feel like it makes me an even more ambitious person because I'm like, oh, I never thought of it like that. So now I have this realm to go into and explore. So thank you for sharing that. That was that was absolutely awesome. <laughs> um, that makes me happy to hear. Yeah, it's it's just yeah, and it and I I totally agree. It's like not something that is like definition. I mean, technically there is a dictionary definition, but I think what most people perceive, if you say I'm an ambitious person, I think most people 
are going to judge you and jump to that, oh, you must work all the time, you're only after money, right? Because everything's always money, 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 money. So I think like people are like, oh, you're that girl's too ambitious, she's only after money, she's only after herself, and it's like, you have no idea, dude. <laughs> like, you have no idea. <laughs> um, but then again, it's like, you know, finding those trolls on Instagram, there's always a backstory to why people are thinking and saying these things to you. Um, so, and that, that's kind of how I like perceive those comments. I'm just like, yeah, well, I kind of feel bad for you for saying those to me. Cause I know that like your life isn't that great because you are saying these, <laughs> but you yes. know, if you want to talk, I'd love to help. <laughs> I know it's so true. And even I was thinking about this because I was like, okay, what's even an example that came to my mind about ambition? And I was thinking about what you were saying too about money and how mm -hmm. people always perceive like, oh, you just want more and more and more. Mm -hmm. And like you, once you start making this amount, like what happens if you go below it? And it's like, as you said, I'm currently launching this group coaching course and I was taking a bunch of one-on-ones before and I've slowly been dwindling them down this mm -hmm. whole month, which obviously means less income. Mm -hmm. And there's so much of the time that gets in your head of like, oh my gosh, what's this coming in? What am I going to yeah. do? And I think when you're truly like looking at your business as a whole, you see that this is the better input of energy at this time and trusting yourself that it will pay off, which can feel like this terrifying jump. But I think sometimes we think too much about the money itself and less about just the energy of money mm -hmm. and thinking positively about it. Because when you have a different mindset around it, money will just flow Absolutely. and you don't have to have that as much as the goal. Mm -hmm. Although it's obviously a great bonus and yep. like we all love it. <laughs> doesn't have to be what you're fixated on. Oh yeah, absolutely. I, I'm like, I'm so glad we connected because I, I, yeah, absolutely. I tell people that all the time. Like if you keep thinking, I need money to do this. I need money to do that. And you use need all the time. You're not going to make it because energetically you're, you're just not going to produce more income, right? Because you're like so fixated on the negative energetic tone of money instead of the positive. And if you flip that around and you're like, I have all the money to create an amazingly happy life, you're going to get more. And then you're going to wake up and be like, oh my gosh, there's 10K, there's 20K, there's 30K. And it's like, I don't, I don't even realize, right? It's just like in my bank account. And that's because you're energetically grabbing more money into your life instead of wasting it right instead of not even bringing it in so <laughs> yeah. i yeah i love that you brought that up because it's it's so true yeah. um yeah that's that's and that's like a money topic and i i i wanted to do like a money mindset week on this podcast um and kind of go relating back to that uh, happy pocket full of money so if you've never read that book you would absolutely love it um and like he doesn't even talk about bringing in more income and I think until the last chapter or it could be the chapter before so it's yeah it's really just about like energetics and um how literally everything in your life you technically paid for because energetically you brought it in and could afford it right so it's a really cool book so I recommend I always recommend it um awesome so okay so before so let's kind of like like wrap up and before we do so, and before you tell people where to find you, where to reach out, which I kind of mentioned before, but um, any last minute advice for those struggling with imposter syndrome, because I think that was like the big moral of this, you know, podcast episode. 
Um, so any last minute advice for those struggling with imposter syndrome? Yeah, this is still something I work on in the, the day to day because I think it's really hard not to get that. But one of my favorite things, which just is not, you know, advice that I came up with, but just remembering that there's always somewhere, someone out there less qualified than you doing what you want to be doing. And it's like, it's so freaking true. Cause then when you think about that, that's where a lot of my imposter syndrome comes from. It's like, well, what if I don't help or what Mm -hmm. if they invest and it's, it's not beneficial to them. And it's just remembering, it's like, if they are committing to show up with you and they want to make changes and they want to get something out of it and you know that your method and what you're sharing works and you have that education, then that's not on you. You know, you got to just show up with confidence, go into it Mm -hmm. and believe in yourself and also take care of yourself too. Mm-hmm. Cause I think when my imposter syndrome comes up, it's like, okay, I'm scrolling too much on social media. I'm mm-hmm. comparing myself. I'm mm-hmm. not taking care of myself. And you know, I'm trying to live my journey. Like someone else's like fit me into their journey. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, my journey is my own. I'm confident in what I have to offer. And there's someone less qualified already doing this. So I got to just commit to it. Yes. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. That's amazing. Amazing advice. Um, thank you. Thank you so much for sharing everything. I, I love this episode. I'm, a, I'm just excited that we connected because I know we're going to become friends and we can just keep, you know, yes. connecting on Instagram and stuff. I love what you're doing. Um, so before we completely sign off, just kind of reiterate, where can people find you? Where can they learn more about even like your group coaching program coming up? Yes. Yeah. So I'm in Mouse the Kitchen, as she was saying earlier, on Instagram, also on TikTok. Don't make fun of me on TikTok. I'm trying to make it work, but it's not my yeah. natural place. <laughs> no. And then I'm also Mallory Page on YouTube. And then my group coaching course, you can really find the info on my Instagram, honestly. Mm-hmm. And that will be launching Friday, April 30th, mm-hmm. but it goes throughout that week following as well. And then my one-on-one info is all on there too. But I love to connect with people on there. If you DM me, obviously DM either of us. If you listen to the episode, I love to get to chat with everybody. And it was so fun to get to be on here and talk with you all. Oh, yeah. Thank you so much, Mallory. And yeah, everyone, please don't hesitate to reach out to her. Let her know how much you love this episode. But more importantly, just go check out her page. Read some of her posts. They are incredibly inspirational. So if you don't, like if you're having a bad day, just go hop over to Mallory's page, honestly. Um, (laughs) All right, everyone. um, Also, if you could just take 30 seconds, rate, review, we would both appreciate it so, so much. And I think that's it for today. Thank you so much, Mallory. Thanks everyone for listening. And we'll talk to you all soon. See ya. (laughs) Thanks for listening to this episode. If you got some value or just feel fired up, I would love for you to take a screenshot and tag me in your Instagram stories. It's always so motivating to see you getting the inspiration you needed to level up for my podcast. I'm going to keep showing up and bringing my best self to these episodes and I encourage you to do the same. If you think a friend or family member would enjoy this episode, I would love for you to share the ambition. I can't wait to chat next week, but until then, keep being ambitious AF.